That's my JT Money impersonation. One of my favorite songs from one of my favorite episodes that we did, the bully movie thing. If you're a true fan of the podcast, which I hope you are or will become, you will listen to the bully movie thing. That's, of course, starring Brad Renfro and Nick Stahl from the 90s. That song always gets me going. JT Money. Lots of movie things, though. The Virgin Suicides, Tommy Boy movie things rolling out next week, y'all. Mm-hmm. All right, but who cares? Let's just get on with it. The breakdown of our show is current events, current events, the conspiracy section what we're watching and doing then wrapping up the show with announcements and shout outs i mean y'all know it's the same thing every week but different Okay, current events. Oh, yes. Okay, this was released on June 26, 2020, so it's already out, y'all. All I Can Say, the Shannon Hoon documentary. know this is a must-see. We all know that we're going to see this. Shannon Hoon, the lead singer of rock band Blind Melon, filmed himself from 1990 to 1995. Oh, God, I'm glad I didn't film myself during those years. <sighs> With his high 8 video camera, recording up until a few hours before his sudden death at the age of 28. Interesting. His camera was a diary and his closest confidant. Okay. Let's just get a little whiff of that trailer. All I can say is that my life is pretty plain. I like watching the bottles gather rain. Can you hear me? You know when you have like one of those moments and everything is perfect to the point where you're so overwhelmed that you fucking you're, you just you get all emotional and your eyes tear up and shit. Maybe you ought to just mind your own fucking business. You tell me the drugs aren't good sometimes. <laughs> Put it away. Right now. 
Music is a very therapeutic thing. It's a fix, and it helps get a lot of things out of you. It helps you bleed. Sure to be eye-opening. We'll do a little review of that, I'm sure. Probably watch it like next week or so. So directed by Danny Clinch, Taryn Gould, Colleen Hennessy, and Hoon himself, All I Can Say arrives in virtual cinemas, record stores, and music venues on June 26. Okay. Great. Oh yeah, this is kind of cute. Little spin-off of that story. Remember the bee girl in uh in the Blind Melon No Rain video? Remember? such a great video concept oh my god that might have been the first music video that made me cry I, it might be either that or paradise city by guns and roses okay 1992 blind melon released their most successful single ever no rain pushing their self-titled debut to number three some crap all right whatever the album's artwork featured a photo of drummer glenn graham's sister in a bee outfit okay she was 10. they sought a similar looking girl to star wearing a bee outfit okay so it wasn't the same girl on the cover of the album as it was the video okay cool i always thought it was the same girl okay the girl that plays the bee girl is heather deloach she wears glasses, who tap dances in a bee outfit, and then, well, I don't want to give it away. <laughs> Hi, my name is Heather Deloach. I'm 10 years old. I'm the girl from the Blind Million video, No Rain. Sam Beer, the director, oh, he was so fun. And he said he hoped he doesn't ruin me for my life because of the way I dress, you know? Oh. Some people are like, how could you ever dress up in a costume like that? Aren't you embarrassed? I was 10, <laughs> I mean, it didn't really matter to me, so I thought it was pretty cool. But there is, of course, one dark cloud amongst Heather's happy B-girl memories. I was extremely shocked when I heard that Shannon passed away. Um, it, it was kind of like I never thought that that could happen to such a great group of guys. They seemed like they were going really far in the positive way, and they could have done something big with their lives. All right, let's move on. Current events, c -c -c current events. Oh yes, great news everyone, MTV's VMAs, that's the Video Music Awards, yes they're still going on since the 90s and yes I pathetically have been watching them since the 90s every year, you guys probably didn't even know they're happening. They are going to go on this year. They're set up to go ahead in August with, quote, limited or no audience. Okay? Whatever. As we get closer to the broadcast, we'll talk some in the conspiracy section about... 
symbolism and things within the award shows. We'll focus on the VMAs. It'll be very. You guys will be like, oh, guaranteed. Oh. So just for fun, I thought it would be totes fun if we listened to a couple old clips from some VMAs. Ugh, God, this is so just 90s. This clip from the VMAs is whenever member of Rage Against the Machine was protesting, I believe, Limp Biscuit winning, which, oh, God. <laughs> I just don't get me started on Limp Biscuit. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And he was trying to bring down the structure and got arrested. Here we go. The MTV Video Music Awards are known for their surprises, and Thursday's show is no exception. Rage Against the Machine bassist Tim Comerford was arrested after he disrupted the show by climbing part of the and set. This guy is rock and roll. He should be getting the award. It was just one of those things where, like, once I was up there, it's like, wow, now what are you going to do? Charles Manson's little brother up there. Chicken! My reasons were my personal reasons, totally personal politics. Tim C. spent one night in jail, pleaded guilty to disorderly conduct, and was released on time served. <laughs> that was the Waynes brothers saying Charles Manson's little brother's up there. Charles Manson's little brother up there. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, let's just move on. I have another clip for you, the VMAs. You guys are still like, the VMAs are still going on. Maybe I just like never grew up. Y'all are like taking care of your kids and I'm watching VMAs smoking pot. Okay. Oh, yes. Here is Madonna and Courtney Love. Courtney Love crashing a Madonna interview with Kurt Loder, who recently turned 72. You faithful listeners, you. Smoochy thing. Something to you know what to. <laughs> but it's, um... It's also... Hi, Courtney. That's Courtney, everybody's favorite. Come on up. Should we let her come up? Yeah. No, don't, please. Come on, Courtney. Courtney's coming up. Well, come up. Courtney Love is in, de in dire need of attention right now. Is she She's throwing her compact at me. <laughs> I'll just stand over here. We'll, we'll gauge it. What you doing? I'm talking I'm, to am her. I, am I fully interrupting? No, no, no. Uh, Sorry I insulted like you. What? Yes, I was Kurt. in a bad mood. <laughs> But you said something mean about me that day. Uh, okay. I read it now. Come on, mean. let's get it all out. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. Okay, one last moment from the VMAs. This is when... All right, I had really, like, lost interest in all the artists at this time, but I still watched. Uh, so I don't really know or care, like, what really happened. So Taylor Swift, I guess, won Video of the Year, and she was up against Beyonce for Video of the Year, and Kanye West felt that Beyonce should have won. There you go. I've never seen either of these videos. Don't give a shit. For you conspiracy theorists out there, some people feel that this was a humiliation ritual for Kanye West. Watching Kanye come up, I imagine that it was kind of like a loyalty thing to Jay-Z and Beyonce. Just following his career, I feel that's what it was. And that he, feel, he felt that Beyonce should have won. I mean, who makes a better music video? I would just say... They're probably both filled with a lot of interesting symbolism. And uh, in fact, I know they are. Take a look. But yeah, so this is Kanye West rushing the stage, interrupting Taylor Swift's speech or some shit. Yo, Taylor, 
I, I'm really happy for you. I'm gonna let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. One of the best videos of all time. Okay, just move on. Oh yeah, the uh, MTV VMAs will air August 30th. I'll be partying at my house watching them. Okay, moving on with current events. Yes, quickly. Martin Scorsese's in the news. Y'all know him. Goodfellas, The Departed, Casino, Shutter Island, DiCaprio, just everywhere. Okay, two things on him. The last time he was in the news, it was for comparing the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe, all the superhero movies, comparing them to an amusement park rides rather than true cinema. Yeah, I'd second that. said, quote, honestly, the closest I can think of them, as well made as they are, with actors doing the best they can under the circumstances, is theme parks. It isn't the cinema of human beings trying to convey emotional, psychological experiences to another human being. Yeah. All those Marvel things are just weird, like, mind control stuff. You should look it up. He also said, Many of the elements that define cinema as I know it are there in Marvel pictures, he admits. What's not there is relation, mystery, or genuine emotional danger. Nothing is at risk. The pictures are made to satisfy a specific set of demands. That's the nature of modern film franchises. Market researched, audience tested, vetted, modified, revetted, and remodified until they are ready for consumption. Interesting, yeah. Propaganda at its finest. Alright, but yes, Scorsese's in the news now. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. He's going to write the introduction for Midsummer's special collector's edition of Blu-ray release of the director's cut. Scorsese explained that he was initially impressed by Aster. That's uh, Ari Aster. He uh, wrote and directed Midsummer. Scorsese explained that he was initially impressed by Astor's debut film, Hereditary. Mm, we'll go into that sometime. Convinced that the young director, quote, obviously knew cinema. Damn, 
Imagine Martin Scorsese saying about you, well, you obviously know cinema. <laughs> The formal control, the precision of the framing and the movement within the frame, the pacing of the action, the sound, it was all there, immediately evident. Interesting. He also says that the very early on in Midsummer, he could tell that Aster wasn't going to suffer through any kind of sophomore slump, praising its striking and unsettling visuals. Amen, yes, striking and unsettling visuals. He said, I can tell you that the formal control is just as impressive as that of Hereditary, maybe more so, and that it digs into emotions that are just as real and deeply as uncomfortable as the ones shared between the characters in the earlier picture. I can also tell you that there are true visions in this picture, particularly in the final stretch, that you are not likely to forget. I certainly haven't. Interesting, yes. There are definite visuals that I will never forget from Midsummer. Interesting. Okay. Oh, right. Wrapping this Scorsese thing up. He also notes some of the qualifications necessary for his approval when watching new films. Quote, what am I looking for? I'm looking for people with a need to express something. I need you to experience this. Not an idea or a theme as much as a whole experience or a recollection or a profound emotional impression from which the ideas and the themes emerge organically, so to speak. It's difficult to put into words for a reason, but it can be expressed in moving images and sounds. In other words, cinema. Mm. Whew. Okay. All right, Midsummer. Yes, I saw it in the theater. It made me gasp out loud. That's worth a rewatch. It's going down. Next week, Midsummer rewatch, Shannon Hoon doc. See y'all? See how much fun life can be? Uh, what impressed me the most about Midsummer? The old school, pure special effects colors. They didn't rely too much on editing software and all that trickery. Everything. We'll do a Midsummer thing. Many hidden clues and symbolism. You know, that's the way to my heart, regular listeners. Clues and symbolism. Satanic stuff. God stuff. Dark stuff. Light stuff. Hidden. The music of Midsummer. The soundtrack. Composer Bobby Krillick. Yes. Cannot believe I've only seen this once. Here's a little reminder of Midsummer. If you haven't seen it, see it. Rewatch coming up. Here we go. Get you in that Midsummer mood. Makes me want to go on a picnic. A blood picnic. I told you that I want to go to that festival in Sweden. No, you said it would be cool to go. Yeah, and then I got the opportunity and I decided Look, I to do it. I don't mind you going. I just wish you would have told me. That's all. Christian says you've got this special week planned. It's sort of a crazy festival. Special ceremonies and dressing up. That sounds fun. <laughs> what do you think? It's like another world. Tomorrow's a big day. Is it scary? What is it? It has special properties. <sighs> what am I going through? We just need to acclimate. I don't want to acclimate, I want to go. Absolutely not. 
What's happening? I don't know why you invited us. We only do this every 90 years. I was most excited for you to come. I don't want to acclimate. I just want to go. That's how I feel at like parties. I don't want to acclimate. I just want to go. Oh, yeah. Okay, yes, quickly. Let's move on, move on, move on out of the current events, current events, and into the conspiracy section. We're going to put to bed this Justin Bieber yummy thing and move on. I have my final analysis coming right up. Okay, I'm not going to waste your time. Boom, we're going to go right in. Let's just explain it. Let's wrap it up in two minutes or less. Okay, shout out to Allison, my friend and loyal listener. Not a fake listener. She's a real loyal listener. And to Ma. I'm giving those two a shout out because those two told me their opinion of the Justin Bieber yummy video. Whether he was communicating that he was sexually abused growing up in the industry. I know this sounds kind of crazy. Faithful listeners will know what we're talking about. New listeners, hang on, you'll get there. So here we go. Yeah, you got that yummy, 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 yummy. I formed my final analysis of the Justin Bieber yummy video based off of Allison's opinion, my mom's opinion, and myself. I'm not going to replay the whole thing and relive it. New listeners, listen to last week's episode for everything. Drum roll, please. Okay, here we go. I believe that Justin Bieber was abused by his old manager, L.A. Reid, when he was a kid growing up in the industry. As we're starting to learn, sex trafficking is a huge part of Hollywood and the entertainment industry. It's huge. As regular listeners know, evidence especially in sexual assault cases, rape cases, gets politicized. Especially, if you guys start to notice, look at a graph on the internet. Chaos and politicizing of evidence before election time. If you just look at that, it's all there, man. All this is manufactured, everything. Our whole reality is manufactured. Up, keep me on the rise. Lost control of myself, I'm compromised. You're incriminating, no disguise. And you ain't never running low on supplies. So not to get too much off subject, I feel that Justin Bieber's video Yummy does have codes and symbolism in it. And I stand by the people who I named in the video. And there's one other person in the video that I'm not going to name who I just know it is, but no way. I'm not going to name it. And I feel that 
sex trafficking evidence gets majorly politicized by the right, right? This show is not right, not left, not center, right? We're just here. So I feel Justin is, of course, a tool of the Illuminati, right? Whatever that means. He's owned by someone for political whatever reasons. And, you know, watch him in the news lately. Things are going to be coming up. He's a tool of the Illuminati. He's bought. Actually, the yummy video in this is reminding me of... There was a conspiracy theories when... Oh, I don't even want to say his name. You can't say it three times. It's He might sh show up behind you. George Bush, the son, when he was president. Oh, God, it gives me chills. Like, bad chills. <laughs> there is a conspiracy theory that every time he did something dumb, which was all the time... Britney Spears would go haywire and steal all the headlines. And there's interesting videos on YouTube timelines. And is Britney tool of the Illuminati? Oh, yeah. Is she now? I don't know. Was she back then? Yes. Same. You can't be a certain level of fame without being a tool of the Illuminati. If you're a household name, you are owned by someone. When the Illuminati, like Tom Hanks, when the Illuminati needs you, all right. You're going to get coronavirus. You're the head of this. Everybody likes you, Tom Hanks. Everybody trusts you. Let's go. Yes, sir. They own you. If you want to know how the Illuminati works, watch the movie The Firm starring Tom Cruise. That's Illuminati 101. Okay. So, yes, I feel that it was Justin Bieber killing two birds with one stone. He could communicate through the special coding that, yes, he was abused in the industry and kind of maybe start to open that up, being open about it, or not. And also, he could fuel um, conspiracy theories that get... that. No, sorry. He can fuel evidence that gets politicized, especially before elections, which is what we're in right now. So, yes, Yummy Video is everything I said last week, and then some. That's my final analysis. And thank you again to Allison and Mom for your input. Anything else in the conspiracy section... Uh, no, listen to last week's episode where me and Ma do a full walkthrough of Yummy and I explain to you guys everything and put in my own theories that have never been said on the internet. You heard it here first stuff. Okay, wrapping it up. What we're watching and doing. Oh, yes. Mom watched The Killing of a Sacred Deer. You guys, she picked up on something that I didn't even understand. I didn't even get. And then I went back and boom, she was right. So Ma decoded the killing of a sacred deer deeper than me. I mean, not that I'm some movie person. I, I miss shit all the time. But I'm just saying, like, Mom, she's on one. The Lobster A24 movie is up next for her. We'll get her two cents on these A24 releases. She was pretty mind blown by the killing of a sacred deer. She was like, yeah. <laughs> like, she had never seen a movie like that. Okay, here's a... Another A24 release. I'm watching this one maybe next week, too. St. Maud is a 2019 British psychological horror film written and directed by Rose Glass. Rose Glass. That reminds me of um, The Brady Bunch, George Glass. Remember Jan's fake boyfriend? Well, you mustn't feel left out because you don't have a boyfriend now. But I do have a boyfriend. Oh, you do? He's one of the nicest boys in the school, and he thinks I'm super cool. That's wonderful, Jan. What's his name? His name is George. George what? George, uh, George Glass. George Glass. I'll go wash up for dinner. <laughs> right. 
Saint Maud is a 2019 British psychological horror film written and directed by Rose Glass. I have a girlfriend. Really? What's her name? Rose. Rose Glass. She directed Saint Maud. Right. Okay, this is her feature directorial debut. The story follows hospice nurse Maud, a recent covert to Roman Catholicism who fears that she may be possessed when she becomes infatuated with the former dancer in her care. Oh my lord. Sounds like A24 to me. Let's get a little whiff of that. That's so gross. I don't know why I keep saying whiff of that. <laughs> it's I'm very sorry. Okay, St. Maud clip. Here we go. Dear God, your presence graces the air, and soon everyone will see you. Bless Amanda's body and bless her mind, which is shrouded in darkness. When you pray, do you get a response? Oh, it's like he's physically in me. It's how he guides me. My little savior. You must be the loneliest girl I've ever seen. I'm ready and open. And I feel fuller of your love than ever before. This is life and death on another level. What if I'm getting it all wrong? All the good girls go to hell. Okay, wrapping up the show, announcements and shout-outs. I'm feeling it, this crazy thing called life. Bring it on. Yeah. Next week, I'm going to watch those three movies. Maybe do a little reviews or a little chitty chat. Been taking mom to the park a lot. We've been going on several picnics a week, hanging out with my dog, and you never know what might happen in this crazy thing called life. 